0: Please jump in, say hello, tell us a little more about you. Uh, my name is uh, Bob Wolf, Director of Operations in, for the Roarman Automotive Group um, and I cover five stores in the Chicagoland North Market and I'm they, they kid around they call me the Director of Wisconsin because I, I have the one Wisconsin store right over the border. I grew up in the business in the Chicagoland Market. I spent a lot of my time with the Napleton Automotive Group and I spent a lot of time as a used car manager, as a new car manager, as a general sales manager, general desk manager and salesperson. Probably um, around 600 used vehicles on my platform Form right now and the three stores that we partnered with originally with rapid recon those probably just right over 300 in terms of what's on what's on the ground usually there so
1: you're dealing with a lot of cars <clears throat> a lot of moving parts and you were kind of going crazy about it you're having some problems or, or some trying to figure out a better way to do it is that is that what you said
0: the three stores i called the arctic circle it's it's the farthest realm of the of the roman automotive group which spans indiana illinois and the One lone store in Wisconsin. The three stores up in what I call the far north, they consist of a Nissan store that is a newer point uh, historically and moved its market location years ago, and a a Volkswagen store that, you know, obviously Volkswagen, uh, it's a a great brand, they're growing, we're super excited about what Volkswagen's doing, but historically for us, it was a challenging store. And then we have a, a Hyundai store up here in Gurney. All those stores collectively didn't really have a great process for for managing recon. We had our cars coming from Volkswagen and Hyundai, which is about twenty miles, uh, fifteen miles south of Kenosha Nissan, going into Kenosha to do light body work, PDR, ding, dent, tires, headlight uh, restoration. Photos, we have a photo booth up there uh, in detail. And so really to manage the workflow, probably the reason why there's a lot of software tools out there that, that could help dealers manage their, their workflow when it comes their, from their used car recon. I've seen a lot of people with recon processes, but I, I've seen a, not a lot of them on paper executed, right? Recon tool or some sort of recon system you know, software is, is is essential. Used cars are melting ice cubes, which we know they are. And for example, the average holding cost is around $60 per day. You know, if you're running a $3,600 round trip, which we'll pound our chest and say, hey, I'm running almost $4,000 a car. We don't really realize that you can only hold that car maximum for 60 days at thirty at $60 a day at $3,600 round trip just to break even after doing all that work to pay the transport guy to have him stand fishbowling you in the showroom to tell you you know hey you, you need to check on delivery on demand and uh, stock the car in and get it ready and get it photoed and buy it and pay the auction and all everyone gets paid and you pay the salesperson and then the dealership nets out zero dollars so a lot more people really should pay attention to the recon speed because it's it's a it's a hidden cost it's a hidden fee it's like going to a having a brokerage house and they're charging you Two three percent to manage your money and telling you you did a great job because you got you know a five percent return but you really don't really have much left.
1: It sounds like sixty days might be the kind of the industry standard or average. Is that fair or not fair? Well, I think when you look historically, sixty
0: days seems to be the mark where a lot of traditional dealers will set a hard turn at sixty days, some ninety. But maybe that is where it it came from from sort of NADA guidance at sixty days, but. You know, do the math. I mean, if you're around if you if you're not making thirty six hundred a car and you're running twenty five hundred a car and you and you get to your holy cost of sixty dollars a day, you're losing money well before sixty days.
1: Does the sixty-day clock start when the check is written for the car? That's yeah. my first question.
0: So uh, Dennis calls this time to line or rapid re-kind uh, they, they call it time to line. And I think I talked to so many car guys and they all just want to sort of like, well. It doesn't start until it gets off the transport truck. That's really when well, how old it is. And, and you can go round, round, and round in this. You, here, you put money on it, the money is rotting. It's depreciating. It's starting from the minute you put the dollars on the transaction. So I think you know, when you start, start talking about time to line, that's Dennis's most important KPI. I mean, there's nothing really truer than that. How long does it take me to put money on a car and get it t- entirely through its process and on the front line to sell it? The carrier is focused on... Cost of insurance, cost of the truck, cost of the trailer. Your holding cost is the cost of holding that vehicle. That's why at that sixty-day point, if it hasn't moved, now you're just you're throwing good money after bad. One it, way or another, we need to move this. Yeah, if thirty-six hundred dollars is 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 your round trip on a used car, meaning front and back, meaning front end gross profit over your costs and finance profit, raw gross. We're not even talking you know that that's your profit thirty-six hundred dollars. And you're, in thirty days, you know that's that's eighteen hundred dollars. So if you're running two thousand dollars a car in thirty days, you're breaking even essentially. So, you you sixty days may be too long.
1: This money that we're talking about is typically attached to associated with what I believe car dealers call a floor plan. Is that right or wrong or so, where am so I at
0: there? We're talking about used cars and and most car dealers. Um, have a floor plan on used vehicles. Some some dealers pay cash for their vehicles, but you know you have a you know your lot holds X amount of cars, and that space is worth worth X amount of dollars. And so when you talk about you know holding costs, you're talking about your overhead and your expense. Your personnel expense is heavily tied into that number, and then and then your and then your depreciation. If you are floor planning your cars, and you have that interest factor, that that overhead to factor in, and even if you don't, if you pay cash for your cars, you have an opportunity cost that you're losing by holding on to a spot or holding on a car way too long. So I think the opportunity cost is big to me. As we were talking about vlo a Rapid Recon and how this, you know, the restructuring, what you're all working on. Yep. Dennis, you want to take the microphone on
2: that? We're working hard on how to take these two companies and, you know, kind of create the best possible going forward alternative. We, we've added a lot of dealers to the base. We've got some really great things coming coming down. Both products are really excellent. There's some differences, and so we're trying to figure that out, how we're going to make a lot of money. And also the Velo model, which is very unique in terms of how they reward people and how they grow the business, they, they've, they've got a, a lot of other, well, Businesses that are complementary, so what 's really cool about this is we 're going to be we 're going to have some solutions that bridge fix and variable, and nobody 's got anything like it so that 's super exciting there 's one technician he 's going to be working on
1: bob and susie 's car. Changing the brakes, doing the oil change, maybe putting the new transmission rear end in it. Meantime, he's doing that in billing, right? Because he's the yep. technician. He gets paid by bill uh, flag hours or something like that, however yep. they really get paid. Yep. So he's getting paid because he's doing Bob and Susie's or Bob and Sally's car, whoever they are. But yep. then we've got the cars that came in from the auction that. Jay and Ty dropped off, different deal, and he's tired of having to keep up with what he's doing because some of these techs, tell me if I'm wrong, but aren't there some techs that actually have like two bays
2: that that are like theirs? I think that some of these techs can probably do three things at once, even though they are not in three places at once. I have it on some authority that they actually can do two things at once.
0: DMSs didn't really have a management system for Managing recon workflow, not only just from the mechanical side, but all the way through the whole chain. If the car is melting from day one, like we talked about, like I put money on the car, it it's rotting now or, or melting or, or whatever, then you got to have visibility into that whole chain to be able to find the efficiencies in that process. So that's the magic, I think, of, of a tool like Rapid Recon. But what Dennis is talking about is, is a tech who's working on uh, in one system, for example, like a DMS, but now they're logging in, doing duplicate work in, in in Rapid Recon.
1: Bob buys a lot of cars, and I think we decided, didn't we decide, Bob, with your stores that you kind of you buy primarily online? Is that right?
0: Right. Multiple sources, and then of course we're buying off social media, Facebook, and we're actually at one location we have a transport truck that will go out and pick up cars, and and they'll do that anywhere we can we can do that and pick that up out of someone's driveway and him a check.
1: So you you probably remember the days where you didn't, you, you only sourced your inventory from three places. That was auction on Tuesday, auction on Wednesday, auction on Thursday.
0: Yeah, and those interviews with those, the, you're interviewing somebody and that's your strategy.
1: Today's dealer is buying cars maybe from an auction and it's if he is, it's going primarily gonna be online and it's gonna be probably not the same auction every day, every week, every month, every year. It's going to be where I got where I can find the car. Like, oh, I think about Sky Hallman, one auction view. You know, you know I what, want to buy all cameras, huh?
0: Depending on the day of the week, he's one of our best buyers um, and who you talk to. But uh, he, I, I would say overall, he's he's really pretty good for an outside buyer. He, he starts his day at, you know, on uh, East Coast time, then he moves Midwest. And the ends Pacific Coast sales, so pretty much he gets the full scope of every any auction that he needs to hit with you know nine monitors, nine screens from morning to day to cl- wow. close. Wow! So um, yeah. you're talking about I want to you see like,
1: that in action? Vehicle, vehicle, <laughs> you know? Vehicles could come from anywhere. Now you're buying off Facebook. You're buying out of the service drive, the lane. You're you're even doing that to the point where you're bringing a comp, paying somebody to come in and teach your sales guys how to appraise a car in the lane and buy it.
0: Yeah. Or Explosion. have a multiple strategy. A lot of times it's just, who's, who's your guy doing that? Like I talked to so many of my deal, my, my dealers and they're like, yeah, we have a strategy we're buying from the drive. I'm like, well, how do you do it? Well, this guy does it one day sometimes. And we do it. I'm like, Hey, did you know you can go here and push a button and see all your cars in an equity position over the next 12 months? And man, we can send them an email. We can send them a text. We can call them. We, we know when they're in the drive or are we, are we working nice. this?